Oh, okay. Ready? ready? Okay. One. The power <laughs> of credit. <laughs> you right, start over. Start over. All right, all right. Ready? One, two, three. The power, the power of, of Christ, Christ compels, compels you. What? The power, power of Christ. Christ. We would compels. suck his priest. <laughs> <laughs> At home, say it with me. The power, the power of, Christ of Christ compels, compels you. you. All right, cool. You guys are now demon free. You just have to commit suicide to get oh rid of it. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. That's the end of the movie, guys. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to The Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips. Providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment, this is the Clean Slate Podcast. Okay, guys, so we are back with another 1970s decade episode, and we're doing two of the craziest movies together. Yep. Um, you want to... I'm gonna tell them. I guess. Yeah, guys. So welcome back episode. to the final episode of the '70s. We got uh, two really good Ooh. ones for the opposite ends. Yeah. <laughs> Something for every genre-loving movie people out there. So we got Willy Wonka for you today, and The Exorcist. Oompa Loompa. I don't know. Dude, could you imagine together, a demon-possessed <laughs> Oompa Loompa would be scary as heck? Yeah, there you go. There's our connection. Yep, they probably are too. Is Willy Wonka in the public domain yet? Uh, yes. Bro, hear me out. Willy Wonka versus Satan, the movie. It pretty much already is like that in the movie. But like he what? How? Okay, let's get into Willy Wonka then. Let's talk about that one first. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start with Willy Wonka because we know some of you guys are afraid. And you are not going to stay for the entire Exorcist episode. Yes. Portion of this episode. So, yeah, so, I think I think we're going to start we'll, with a uh, little Gene. Yeah, we'll keep you on for, <laughs> for the good stuff. And if stuff, you're ready so at least we get to, listen. to face the devil. Okay, yeah, let's do this. All right, so guys, a poor but hopeful boy seeks one of the five coveted golden tickets that will send him on a tour of Willy Wonka's mysterious chocolate factory. It is mysterious. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, so, okay. I mean... I know this... Okay, everyone knows Willy Wonka. Right. We don't need to tell them what happens in Willy Wonka. Well, technically, Rebecca had only seen this, like, one time, and she had, like, didn't... Yeah, I know. She didn't have a childhood? <laughs> Like, this is a classic. Go watch if it you is. haven't seen Willy Wonka. Go watch it. I mean, yeah, for sure, guys. This is a classic 1971 Gene Wilder film, and it's really good. Um, but there are some things on the rewatch that I was like, oh, I don't like that as much. <laughs> Interesting. Well, we'll get to that. I just, yeah, yeah, I yeah. do have one childhood memory I need to talk about. Oh, okay. Go ahead. The scariest thing ever about this movie, like it actually trauma. Like, there's two movies that really freaked me out as a kid, and that is. Um, freaking Pinocchio when they go to the island and they get turned into donkeys. Yep. Scared the crap out of me. And then the boat scene in this, it's talked about a lot, but it is absolutely terrifying when you're a kid. And it's kind of creepy as an adult. I feel like Gene yeah, does it's a really still good, weird. creepy recitation of a poem. And, like, it's cool. It's really cool. But also terrifying and confusing. And it could mean something deeper, but... There's yeah, really no comment on the, it out there. So actually, <clears throat> there there there's like a lot of like interesting theories, information right? that came out on the commentary with uh, the actor that played 
Charlie in the movie. Technically, this was mm. his first acting role ever. Oh, he's so good for a kid in this. Yeah, he is. Um, he's the, Out of the kid actors, he's the best one, I think. But one of the things that came out about this was that he, like Gene Wilder, wasn't going to take this movie. And this is really interesting, that Gene Wilder wasn't going to take this movie unless he could do the limping scene at the beginning where he falls into a somersault. Because that would give Sick. the audience the idea that you don't know if this guy is lying or if he's being honest ever. He's manipulative. Yeah, and and you see that play throughout the entire movie because, right, like everything's a test and everything's to well, see. Well, he's like reclusive if, and stuff too. Like, yeah. Nobody ever sees him, which is, okay, we were just talking about the Timotei film off mic, but yeah, I feel true. like that's going to be interesting because it'll be exploring why Wonka became this way. That might actually be really cool to see. Yeah, so I'm I'm really interested in that coming out. But let's let's break this movie down. So for the most part this movie is filmed in Germany. I didn't know that. What? Yeah. But and it's funny That's too. So random. In the movie it takes place in the US. Yeah. It looks like the US. No, it doesn't. At I the mean, very end when they're in the elevator. When they show you the Yeah, that's true. You're like, wow, this neighborhood's designed so well. <laughs> I know. I asked Rebecca. I was like, hey, do you recognize it? Because she used to live in Germany. <laughs> and she was like, no. I was like, oh, wow. Did you even go? Yeah, it might not even, you know, they might not be there anymore. Those yeah. locations. Anyway, so this movie starts off with you, you kind of get a grasp on Charlie and how poor he is and, you know, how his mom works a lot to help them. And he's kind of a dreamer in the way that he, you know, right? This movie goes back to Roald Dahl's. Did you know that this was written by Roald Dahl? Yeah, he wrote the screenplay and the book. Yeah. So, and you, we Which kind of, we've talked Fun about fact, him. He's a spy and cheated on his wife a lot. Yes, you say that every time we talk about him. <laughs> Google um, it. Just Google it. But he kind of has, dude. He, he has the same or similar themes throughout every movie that he does about yeah. kids being dreamers. And, yeah, that's um, true. And that follows suit in this movie. You know, there's one. He has four bedridden grandparents, and he comes home from yeah, school one day. Weird. And they're all in the same bed. Yeah, exactly. Playing footsie. <laughs> and they are eating cabbage water. And he's like, I'm so sick of it. Don't you want a better life? And he, like, brings out a loaf of bread because he has a paper route. Um, it's going to be me and Alyssa soon. So pretty much as the story goes, you know, he there's the five golden tickets come out. He really wants one. They technically buy i think like four wonka bars yeah. in order to check um he buys he, one just to eat really yeah. but and um so anyway he he does all that he really wants it people are getting it he sees it around the world happening people are getting these um these golden tickets and then finally you know he's just after the fifth ticket had been quote unquote found he goes and just buys a candy bar because he has some money that he just found. Just for the sake of it. Yeah. yeah. And he, he buys two and he wants to get one for his grandpa. And the one that he opens, because it, found, it comes out in the papers that it was a false ticket in the fifth, the fifth ticket. He opens it and finds the golden ticket. And from there on, he takes his grandpa. He gets to the, murdered by a crowd of people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that actually was kind of crazy. Like, I was like, dang. Yeah. And I was that like, would happen, to too, in real life. <laughs> um. But anyway, and then that kick starts off the entire journey of them going to the factory and, um, you know, they're all there because they can get a lifetime supply of chocolate, which is cool, but it's kind of gross. Yeah. 
So that's where we go. I mean, I'm sure most of you have seen this movie before. But yeah. Let's talk about our and likes. And one and by one, these kids get murdered by Willy Wonka. Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, we said that exact same time almost. <laughs> okay, I got to ask you a question though before we get into likes and dislikes. Okay. If you had to be one of the kids to die, or, okay, they don't die, but if you had to be one of the kids that gets um, taken out of commission, which kid would you want to be? Which way would you want to go? Mm. I thought I was thinking about this hard last night. I was like, how would I want to go out? Maybe Augustus. No, that's scary. You don't want to go out like the gloop. That's horrifying. Yeah. Also, Gloop is such a great name. Maybe what's her name that falls through the chute of the bad egg? That's she gets burned alive, probably. Hear me well, out. Well, I don't want to be juiced. No, I don't want to be juiced. I want to <laughs> get juiced. I think that would feel so nice. Mm. It's like when you have your sinuses drained. Oh, <laughs> dude, I want to get juiced. <laughs> that's weird uh yeah i mean I, I feel like you can't go charlie on this because charlie it's just too easy he he gets the entire no. yeah, thing yeah you can't pick charlie you have to pick one of the kids that gets yeah murdered. i would probably i would probably go uh falling down the chute wow okay mm-hmm. she gets the best song out, out of the kids i want it now that one is that her yeah i identify yeah. most with her <laughs> What? <laughs> no, you don't. I hope not. Dude, okay, I did realize, you know how I hate gum chewing? Like, it like it really bothers oh, yeah. me? Okay. It grosses me out? Do you think yeah. it came from this movie? Maybe. It's bad, but it's not that bad. There was a kid at Century that chewed gum, and he used to pull it out of his mouth and, like, stretch it with this. I'm not going to say his name. You know him. I know him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and he used to chew gum and, like, put it behind his ear and, like, all yeah, this Yeah, I crap, think he it, got it from this movie. For sure. Yeah, well that grossed the, the grossed me out as a kid. But anyways, yeah. let's uh let's get into likes and dislikes. <laughs> okay. Uh let's start with dislikes because I don't have that many, but I have some. Alright, what you got? So I think in this movie, Charlie is such a whiner. Like I mm. <laughs> it's so annoying, like how right, he's not accepting of reality. I mean his parents are I mean his grandparents are really I think empathetic towards him because right. They've lived this life of being poor for a long time. So they're kind of used to it, but he's kind of thrown into this without being asked, but I've just got so tired of him. And when he, he goes to his mom's, um, there's a specific scene where he goes to his mom's work and, Oh yeah. And he's like throwing a little hissy fit. Yeah. He's like the fourth ticket got found and she's like, Oh cool. Like, you know, she doesn't really care. He's like, well, I just thought you would want to know because, you know, the whole world wants to know. He's like, but if you think about me getting the ticket, you can count me out because I'll probably never get a ticket. And he, like, cries. She's like, I'm like, oh, my suck God. Suck it up, Charlie. Yeah, I know. She's pretty much living in the real world. And she's like, hey, listen, these people are going to, you know, have a good time. But there are only five people in a world of billions. And, you know, <laughs> she's just like, Where's except the dad? fact that you're Do we know what happened to his dad? No, it says, I looked it up. It says that it's just an estranged father. He doesn't really have any role. Um, Interesting. But yeah, Charlie was really annoying to me just through the beginning. Okay. Um, yeah, he then, gets better later on. I would agree. He's a little yeah. complainy. Yeah, he is a little complainy. But then I think the other kids kind of overtake that role of being annoying and obnoxious. he's more like a normal kid. Like, yeah, exactly. You know? Not spoiled. I feel like being spoiled is worse than being like sad or de- like overly depressed about life or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like eight. Okay. What about your dislikes? 
Um, honestly, the whole you know the guy who's going around and trying to get the information about the everlasting Godstopper, Slugworth. Yeah, I don't know why, but just the way he popped up in every single scene <laughs> bothered me. And I know it shouldn't because it's a kid's movie, but it really irked me for no reason. I was like, why does it have to be so on the nose with how he shows up here? Yeah, like, I know. I I think it's so you get that payoff at the end. Uh, I'm not going to say what happens, but like they they want you to recognize his face for a reason. Yeah. Um, uh, as, as far as likes go, I mean... Obviously, this is a classic movie, but uh, uh, this time around, for me, it kind of hit different than the last few times I've seen it. Yeah. I mean, visually, I think this movie's stunning. That's probably my favorite thing is the special effects, the visuals, and Gene's performance. is They're all standout. Um, and, of course, the music and the way they do the lyrics on the screen, very cool stuff. But you guys all know that. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I found it a little bit more like his mom's song at the beginning was very like sweet and kind of touching and like this whole idea that like like everything's going to work out. You just need to be patient and accept that. I don't know. It was it has a sweet moral message, I guess. Yeah. And you don't really notice that as much as a kid. It's kind of like, "Oh, it'd be cool to go to a factory where I could eat giant lollipops." Yeah, I think Oh. Okay, wait. On the note okay. of bad stuff, though, I did come across a Reddit group last night called <laughs> Grandpa Anti Grandpa Joe. It's like Grandpa Joe hate group or something like that. Oh my god! And it's the whole there's like thousands of people in this group, and they're all just hating on the grandpa. Like he sucks. He could have got out of bed at any time and helped work, and like right? <laughs> all this stuff. It is the funniest thing ever. And they're like, he could read the fine print, and he screwed over his uh, grandkid, and like right. all this stuff. And I'm like. Yeah, I think I'm going to join that group. <laughs> Just be a uh, hey, Grandpa Joe. A Grandpa Joe hater. Dude, there's so many memes and stuff on there. I'm like, this is a lot. Like, somewhat, people are dedicating part of their life to this. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, I think that for as far as likes go, Gene Wilder is just a genius in this movie. He's so good. Yeah, and... I think overall the craziness of this movie, like just behind the scenes type deals are mm, mm-hmm. like I- insane. Like, so there's that one it scene where they are work. the Wonka car or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot, I think this is a pretty well-known fact, but like that the, the foam that's coming out of the, of that car was actually part of fire extinguisher repellent. And, oh, cool. And as it came out, it gave all of the actors who were on that car burns where they had to shut down production oh, great. for a couple of days because nice. it, it, it burned off their skin. I feel like you find out a lot of this stuff about some of these older films yeah. where you're like, I can't believe they did that. Like, what were they thinking? Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, what is, White Christmas where they just used a ton of asbestos, asbestos oh, yeah. for the snow. I'm like, why? Like, Or in The Wizard of Oz, the, the burn that the witch suffered <laughs> yeah remember no she really from all that fire yeah when that's uh, so bad in munchkin land when she does that whole drop down it, it yeah. was like a false floor or whatever she and she drops down and got like third fire. degree burns <laughs> that's so bad dude i mean i anyway. know stuff like that still happens but it's just yeah it's crazier because like back then it was way harder to pull off these yeah. special effects exactly so Anyway, this movie is good. There's a lot of good mystery to it. Like, you really still don't mm. know why Wonka is the way that he is, just based off of the movie. And I, It's because he had braces when he was Johnny Depp. Probably, yeah. <laughs> so, 
Anyway, but overall, that just to clarify, still, that version's not good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I've never seen it because it looks stupid. It's really bad. Yeah, I hate it. Anyway, so the uh, yeah, guys, I th- I mean that's kind of all I have for Willy Wonka. We we have to move on to our next film. But yeah, that's all I got. I will say, okay, if you can buy this on 4K, I oh yeah, that. the 4K version is way better. And the Technicolor and the restoration they did is freaking gorgeous. Yeah, so. it looks good. Yeah, so next one. Um, so if you are sensitive to blood, vomit, bones demons. breaking, um, <laughs> demons, l- Satan himself, um, cracked face, unaliving yourself, unaliving uh, medical stuff and urine, you can yep. go. Thank yep. you for listening. <laughs> All right, let's get guys into. <laughs> Let's get into this. I've never actually seen The Exorcist before, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, you should take my my, my card, my ID card of being a horror fan away. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is another William Friedkin film. And I'm sure you guys have heard, I mean, just like Willy Wonka, there's a ton of behind-the-scenes stuff with this one, too. Yeah, actually, Obviously, fun fact. The so-called curse. There is, this is technically... If you include inflation, this is technically the highest grossing rated R film ever. Wow. Yeah. Take that, Deadpool and Passion of the Christ. Yeah, it, it's insane how much money this made. I think it was like only a eight eight million dollar budget or eleven million dollar budget and it grossed worldwide four hundred million now. So this is an incredibly successful film. It won two Oscars. Okay, so this movie is I don't know why we did this. I think it was just so iconic especially for the 70s that we it was like almost I impossible. gave Daniel like three other options yeah and he settled on this one to be fair the first movie I picked was three and a half hours long yeah it was super long this one's only and then two. my my backup was like the Godfather which is also like three hours long so it just <laughs> it led to this movie <laughs> all roads, all roads lead, to lead to hell <laughs> stop oh um, my gosh this was part of Satan's plan. Stop it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, guys, so yeah. <laughs> let me read the log line real quick. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez. I don't know. Do I'm you want so to- hot. I'm having heat stroke. Um, you want what? On. Just read I'm the log line. This. I'm trying to pull it okay, up. I'm going to turn Damn. the AC on while you do that. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Oh God. Go. When a teenage girl is possessed by a mysterious entity, her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her daughter. Is the whole log line? I mean, that's pretty much it, yeah. I feel like there's way more movie going on here. So, I know uh, you texted me a question uh-huh. last night about the whole intro yes. to this movie. Yes, yes. So just like Sorcerer, if you haven't watched or listened to that episode, go back um, a week. Uh, same director. He gives you, like, all this extra backstory without a ton of context. And I feel like – so I, I had to look it up because I was thinking about it too. I was like, what does that mean? And it was kind of – there's some abstract answers that I came across that I kind of like. Okay. Like, the priests find, they find that little statue of the demon, right? And then the big yeah. statue. 
so the with the sneaky weenie um <laughs> strong start to a film it really was but, um oh fun I fact think, carson and i lined up our movies together so oh, we could yeah. live text through this whole thing yeah we were texting it as it happened like you gross and like that <laughs> Our, scared oh me oh my gosh yeah what <laughs> i, love I can't believe they did music. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um no, but the whole idea, I guess, is that like he, that's early in his priesthood or whatever, and he's deciding to become a priest, and it's the whole idea that he's going to be the adversary to this demonic force in his life, and ultimately it'll end in his own doom. Hmm. Okay. That's it's a pretty long start across. for something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool, and apparently it ties into part two, which I heard is not a good movie. Um, yeah. So I'm sure they just saw that and were like, I guess we should make this make more sense. <laughs> probably. But yeah, do you got some likes, dislikes? Yeah, so um guys, just to set up the story a little bit, the mom is a famous actress. Or is she like a produ- oh my gosh. She's an actress, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it kinda um, gets weird. It was kinda meta when it showed her on set. That kinda weirded me out. Yeah, I know, right? Um yeah, I was like, what's happening? Wait, I'm so confused. Was this the movie where every kind of cast member died in a weird way? Dude, honestly, I think that's Poltergeist. Okay, that might be it. Anyway, so this whole thing... There's a Cursed Movies documentary series on Shudder, though. So maybe we'll watch that for Halloween. That might be a fun watch. Yeah, interesting. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much just plain and simple. It is this girl Mm -hmm. who is possessed by something i mean you find out it's literally the devil himself (laughs) yeah um and she kind of like goes like right it it's a pretty logical response to something that's not like really talked about a lot like they take her to the hospital they do a check on her brain they check they actually go the medical health route instead of the whole like or like mental health route instead of doing the whole um immediately like she's possessed yeah which is, exactly. i feel like that's what a lot of the movies do now they don't really take it right seriously how people would react to something like this so, so yeah that, that this thing is cool. pretty grounded in that way of like that well let's check her to see if she's like mentally insane and honestly the medical stuff was like scared me more yeah than I mean, the demonic more, stuff not at all but it was scary i don't know it grossed me out like when they put that needle in her neck i was like Egh. Oh, yeah, guys, just when we talk about this, there's going to be some graphic warnings. Yeah, this movie's icky. This is a very gross movie. So if you can't handle it, if you don't have the stomach for it, hop off now. Even if you just listen to it, it's vile. Like just the words this woman said, this girl says. Yeah, so it's a 12 year old girl. She. You can kind of hear different things that are in the house and, you know, the mom is a little curious, but whatever. The bed shaking. Yeah, they finally come to the conclusion that it is you know, a demonic possession. They hire a priest. The priest is kind of going through his own things with his mother um, dying. And then, mm-hmm. um, well, she they're technically poor, so they can't afford her hospice care anymore. So she goes into this clinic that is for, um, well, it's like an asylum pretty much. Yeah. So that, that, that's that whole kind bit of was kind of sad, actually. Yeah, it was. Honestly, that part where it shows his mom was yeah. pretty scary. I was like, whoa. Yeah. No, it's cool that they actually gave you that whole background info. Yeah. Because you actually care about the priest in this movie um, as opposed to him just being a force that comes in the movie later to like... Yeah, he has like a good arc too. I mean, it's it's super wildly like stupid. Like the end... Like if you think about it from a religious perspective. But for a film, it works. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, also, we're going to yeah, spoil this movie. I feel like it, there's no way to talk about this without spoiling it. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, just the ending yeah, is so s- intense, and I feel like we have to, you know? So I I actually appreciated that this movie was, like, very grounded for the mo- at first. It obviously, it goes crazy later. Um, kind of has, like, a drama approach. The soundtrack is killer. I yeah, think the performance so from the lead actress is good too. Actually, yeah. I think she's very convincing. I don't know if she did that. I'm sure they edited the voice somehow. Yeah, like a dub or it's, something. It's really disturbing to see a 12 year old saying some of these things. And I yeah, don't know. and I actually heard that filming of this was pretty unethical. Actually, I don't mm-hmm. know the full extent of that. Um, that might be something to look into later. If you guys are interested, we could talk about it. But. Yeah, there, there's definitely some questionable things that happen behind the camera. Interesting. Um, but you get a pretty dang good movie out of it. So, <laughs> Yeah, this was, I mean, I hate to say it because it's so intense and it's kind of like stuff like this I don't really love messing around with. But, I mean, you know, it's like there. demonic movies. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, so I think that's a well, good setup. So likes and dislikes. You watched it at three in the morning, so. <laughs> no, I did not. We watched it at like eight. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, honestly, I I really don't have any dislikes. I was tr- I feel like maybe it could have had a little bit more punch in the middle. Yeah. I think. Uh, most of the movie does take place at the house, so mm-hmm. and there is a, some other set pieces that I feel like maybe I could have seen more of. Maybe more of the priest. Yeah. Um, because I think his story was really cool. Like, I would you know, like they actually went around. to Iraq to film those scenes, the Middle Eastern scenes. Yeah, or whatever the whole like archaeology thing. Mm-hmm. They're actually in Iraq. That's crazy. crazy. So that's important yeah. to him to do that scene. So yeah. That means something deep for sure. Uh, yeah. No, I just found a lot of it to be like kind of slow at points, but just just like Sorcerer, where it it, it that's part of the likability, I guess too. Is yeah. It takes its time, and then when you get to that conclusion, you're like, holy crap, that was a movie, all right. So, likes, though, I mean, the special effects are honestly better than some of the stuff we've seen recently well, in Yeah, films. they're practical. Yeah, it's all practical effects. The only thing that looked a little off to me was the bed a couple times. Mm-hmm. was like, you can... But they still had to freaking use, like, mechanical parts to make that happen. And when she levitates off the bed at that one, yeah, at one point... That was actually I, insane. That was really good. And it looks better than the CGI you see now. Yeah, that's true. Like, honestly. Yeah, I think this movie does kind of stand the test of time. I would say the, the I things agree. that I, I didn't like was just... It, you're right, it's slow. But I feel like that building... The vomit. Like, yeah, I if you're like, like the vomit. In, <laughs> yeah. If you're invested in this... Like those parts are important, right? The dialogue obviously is important, but um, but kind of like sorcerer, it punches when it's it a is lot intense, right? Yeah, it's just like sometimes yeah. you, you. I mean, I looked away a couple of times because I was like, "Oop, I don't want to watch that." Really? <laughs> I was texting her face. I don't. Do yeah. you know if it was the same actress the whole time? Did we I find didn't that out? look it up? I didn't want. Dude, I think it was, dude. <laughs> I'm sure and it that's was. Crazy. It was so. Funny, I wouldn't though. want her to come home if she was my child. I'd be like, "You're staying on set." So right. See yeah. Exactly. No. I. It was funny. I was texting you during this, but <laughs> when her face. I mean, graphic content warning. But when her face was like cracking and turning into, like the the decrepit body, I was eating corn dogs. <laughs> so <was> yeah. <laughs> Probably looked like a corn dog a little bit. And I was like, like, you know when the corn dog splits in the microwave a little Stop. bit? 
<laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude, this movie is na- like the vomit had such a weird look. Yeah, oh, and dude, you know what was actually hurt. funny is that the pipe that they use because right, you know, whenever there's blood squirting out or there's vomit projectiling, it's yeah. always a, a a a tube that is connected to the actor. Yeah, and yeah. apparently the tube but this was came supposed out of her to be, mouth. Yeah, the tube was supposed to be aimed at the priest's chest, but because the the tube like malfunctioned it shot up straight to his face so when you look at the actual oh. cut of it hitting him you it's a genuine reaction of him being just like disgusted yeah because <laughs> well, it's like green and it's yeah, the most it's thick looking like like it you and i have made like fake the nickelodeon for slime darkness descends <laughs> and our fake vomit did not look this gross our fake no. vomit was literally just oatmeal <laughs> Yeah, it was something. This is something else. There's something <laughs> deep, like, like they used real Satan vomit or something. <laughs> Straight from like hell. It, it really grossed me out, dude. Yeah, like, it was, was disgusting. Like, but good, <laughs> you texted me like, oh, added no. It. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, and it's like in her lips. It's like no, on her like, lower lip for like Honestly, the, the most disgusting the part was her chapped lips. I was like, oh, my gosh. And that was bad. Put was some like, bird's bees on that. Some bird's yeah. bees, bro. Not a sponsor. <laughs> anyway so um, let's want to talk about the ending yeah let's talk about the ending because i kind of love this ending like well you said something funny uh when he starts punching her what did you say you said <laughs> what you said something oh, funny when he started he throwing the hands with the demon <laughs> yeah, yeah okay, throwing so... hands of satan <laughs> It's he literally because, starts like, beating the crap out of this so little she girl. she kills the, that one priest, and it's pretty intense. Like, he goes back up there, and he's just yeah, dead right. on the ground. And I'm like, oh, damn. I don't know what happened to him. And then he just, the other priest that's going through it a lot, he, like, picks her up and throws her on the ground and just starts beating the crap out of her. I was like, I nice. know. <laughs> the mental yeah. we would all and do then, is just start beating a demon. Oh, and this is the sad part. Like, you can tell he's, like, really just, like, feeling guilty over his yeah whole mother scenario. And so he ends up spoiler alert he takes the demon he invites the demon into himself yeah and then suicides out the freaking window yeah dies down the stairs so like if you've seen the poster of this it's like him standing and you can see the stairs it's very like ominous actually like upon a rewatch that foreshadowing is good like that's really cool yeah the funniest part too is after i mean the him falling down the stairs is the most graphic like <laughs> like it's insane scene but it's funny that there's like this random christian priest yeah or a priest another priest that and he becomes like him. a main character at the end somehow yeah and he I pretty like much him, just though. like leads him to the lord while he's like dying yeah yeah i don't think he made it <laughs> oh my gosh i don't anyway, think he made it dude so it's a for a film perspective it's a very sacrificial like ending but from a religious Jesus perspective dying for your sins it's just so stupid <laughs> yeah no i have theological issues with this obviously yeah I, of course. I took a class on demonology and this is not accurate but neither is any like any of these no, supernatural yeah. horror films like the conjuring they're just a bunch of scam artists anyways that's a whole other story um <laughs> but Dude, the ending is very satisfying. I like the whole sacrifice angle. And then you get like this little prologue, which is nice. You don't really get that in a lot of these horror you mean films. Epilogue? epilogue, thank you. Thank you for the correction. Um prologue is before the movie. Yep. Epilogue is after the movie. <laughs> but um you kind of find out like what happens to the girl. Yeah. This priest that prayed for him at the end you kind of get his whole shtick and he's like clearly traumatized you see him like staring at the stairs and stuff yeah. it's very cool like the, the whole like 
after the main conflict stuff is actually really like kind of cool to see. I feel like. Yeah, for sure. And then the the music goes hard again, and then you get the credits, and you're like, "Yeah, I survived." Not the scariest movie of all time, in my opinion, but no. But for the time period of 1971, like this is intense. A movie's vile. Yeah. Well, I just from the language use alone, mm-hmm. very like taboo back then. Like yeah. the stuff they have her saying. Like Daniel and I were quote texting it to each other because <laughs> it was just so. Like we can't read it on the podcast. Like I did try to do an impersonation earlier, and it was it's too offensive. Um, yeah, it's really it's the too stuff bad. she says is really bad. Like she says some really horrible things, and it's like a thirteen year old girl. So it's just I could if you were in a seventies audience, you'd be like, oh my lord! But now that's how TikTokers talk. So yeah, pretty much. You know. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I would probably give this <laughs> movie, back then. I mean, a shameful eight out of ten, just because I shouldn't. But it is still it. It's honestly four and a half out of five. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, to uh, be fair, every single seventies movie we've done, I would say, is either a four out of five or a four and a half out of five. So, yeah, good decade. Uh, a lot of these movies. decades movies we kind of pick with higher ratings. We're not picking the low. That's true. We're not <laughs> picking. Well, we almost picked Spielberg's first film, mm-hmm. and I was worried it was going to suck. So I was like, maybe don't do that one. Yeah. Anyway, guys. So both of these movies, The Exorcist is on HBO Max. So is Willy Wonka. Ooh, Willy um, Wonka, you go you're going to have to rent, you dude. Can. Um, again, strong content graphic advisory for anybody that for, is thinking, oh, I can one. handle it. Like, there's a lot. Um, you probably can. You can you probably, probably can, this. but it is it is still a lot if you put yourself there. But other than that, guys, that is going to wrap up our 70s decade. Let's go, baby. Yep. And for those of you who don't know, I have been on paternity leave this entire time. So these wow. are all recorded ahead of time. Daniel had triplets. <laughs> so our first episode what? back will be our chit chat next week. And that'll be, uh, that'll be up to date with everything. And we will probably, we'll probably catch you up with, you know, different things that are going on. Some life. Some life. Uh, yeah. Probably get to meet my new baby. All right. Oh, you're going to bring them on the pod? Yeah, or her, whatever. We don't know what it is yet, but... I said them. Oh, said okay. Him, I thought them. you said him. <laughs> um, we should watch a movie with your baby. What should our... A baby movie. What's a good baby movie? Baby Boss geniuses. Baby. <laughs> yeah. Can we do a baby movie? What's an 80s baby movie? Because we have to move to 80s next. Well, our first episode back will be the chit-chat, so we could watch whatever. follow us on all of our socials you know what to do and we will catch you next week for our chit chat that's a clean slate